Hey everyone, and welcome to the read-through, episode 5. We last left off with the guys trying to evade Sergeant Foley and Peters in the school. Be sure to listen back on previous episodes and get involved. Be sure to check out the Facebook page, Winged Rex Productions, and enjoy. Exterior, back of school night. Ben and Donna are going to the back door of the school where the gang entered earlier. Ben. Well, if it was the boys, they went through here. Donna says, Ben, if it's not, we can get in serious trouble. Hell, even if it is them, we can still get in trouble. Ben says, look, if we can't find them, we can always leave, okay? And act like nothing happened. Ben goes to the door. Donna shouts, Ben. Donna takes a moment. She says to herself, nope, I'm going to wait right here. And she pauses for a second, and then she doesn't, and she follows him a few seconds afterwards. The interior of the school night. Jeff and Allison are walking the hall of the school. They're not sure if they're looking for the others or trying to get away from the cops. Allison. Look, we can't just keep walking around for something to happen. <clears throat> Alison, we can't just keep walking around waiting for something to happen. Jeff says, well, it's this. <clears throat> well, Jeff says, well, it's this, helping Tyler get his watch, or we can go find uh, Matt and Rob. The options aren't great. And Alison just agrees. Jeff says, did you really have a bad time on our date? And Alison goes, I wouldn't say bad. Listen, Jeff, as dates go, it was like every other date. Awkward and cringy. It's that you took me to a movie about a dog that dies and didn't call me or text. I'm not going to, I'm not sure what you, uh-huh. <clears throat> Jeff and Allison are walking the hall of school. They're not sure if they're looking for the others or just trying to find an exit or just walking aimlessly. Allison says, look, we can't keep walking around waiting for something to happen. And Jeff replies, well, it's this. Helping Tyler get his watch or find Matt and Rob. None of those options are great. Yeah, she says. There's a bit of a pause. Jeff says, did you really have a bad time on our date? Allison says, I wouldn't say bad. Listen, Jeff, as dates go, it was like every other date in history. Awkward and cringy. It's that you took me to a movie about a dying dog and didn't call or text me back. I'm not sure what you thought. That's all. And Jeff says, I did think. Think of what? Alison replies. I'm constantly reminded about how in love my parents are. And that's great for them, but I don't know how they do it. I thought, if I take you to a movie... Then I wouldn't have to. I wouldn't have the chance to say something stupid, even. And Allison just says, "Jeff," and he just continues. As for the movie itself, I didn't know what happened to the dog. I didn't call you because I thought I blew it. That's what replies, Jeff. Everyone finds dating hard. I thought you didn't call because you didn't like me or cause crying in a movie. We all find it hard. We put ourselves under so much pressure that we can't help but think the worst. All anyone can do is just try and be yourself and hope they like you. Jeff says, you're pretty smart for someone that goes to East High. Ha! I'm pretty sure I'm considered a genius here. All of a sudden, a bright flash of light uh, shines in their face. Sergeant Foley says, hey, you two, stop right there. Alden just says, oh shit, run. Jeff and Alison take off running down the hall and Sergeant Foley follows close behind. 
the interior of Mr. Goldberg's class, Knight. We see Tyler enter Mr. Goldberg's class, being careful to stay quiet as possible. He walks over to Gold Goldberg's desk and tries to open the drawers, but none of them are open. He just says, oh, come on, man. He slumps to the floor in frustration. He then sees a screwdriver across the room. He walks over and grabs it. I hope this works, he says. He walks back to the desk and not knowing what drawer the, the watch is in, becomes a little hesitant. He then decides just to go for it and starts to wedge the screwdriver in one of the drawers. He struggles and starts to apply more and more pressure than boom. The drawer bursts open. He starts to rummage through it but finds no watch. God damn it, Tyler says. He decides that he needs to go open all and goes through one by one. The interior of the school slash Veronica's bedroom. Nice. Ben and Donna are in the gym locker rooms looking for the guys and they're whispering, Rob, Matt. Donna says, Matt, oh, this is no use. We could be here all night. Ben replies, just a little longer. We'll be out of here in no time. Donna says, oh my God, what? I didn't even think. Think about what? Uh, Donna. Veronica. Oh, Matt's girlfriend. Donna says, yeah, he could have been there the whole time. Who knows, maybe Rob is with him. Ben mothers under his breath. I doubt it. What, Donna says? He goes, nothing, nothing. Uh, give her a call. Donna takes her phone out and calls Veronica. We see the conversation of the two cut back and forth. Uh, Veronica's phone rings in her bedroom. Hello? Veronica, Donna says. Oh, hi, Donna. Yeah, it's me. How are you? I'm good. Uh, it's really late. Is everything okay? Um, no, I can't find Matt anywhere. I was wondering if he if he was there, maybe even Rob. No, he's not here. Where are you? Oh, nowhere. It's actually quite silly. We think they might be in the school. The school? Wait, who's we? Rob's father, Ben, he's with me. But look, don't worry. I'm, I'm sure they're not here anyway. Sorry for keeping you up. Veronica just says, okay. Okay, bye, dear, Donna replies. The phone call ends and Donna just looks at Ben. Well, I'm not there. Back in Veronica's room, we see her with confusion on her face, not knowing what to make of that call. She thinks of calling Donna back. She decides against it, grabs a coat and rushes out of her room. She's heading to the school. Interior school night. Matt and Rob are walking down the hallway looking for the others. Matt says, oh man, where is everyone? Rob replies, they probably bailed, which is what we should do. I actually can't take any of your complaining anymore. I have an idea, Rob says. Why don't we find the head office and check the cameras? That way we can see where everyone is, even if they're still here. Matt says, that's actually not a bad idea at all. If they're still there, we can find them and leave. If not, we can still leave, but come on, let's just go up there. The two guys see a door with head office written on it, on the glass. They enter quietly, being careful not to make any noise. Matt says, look, that's the computer there. Matt points to the main office computer with two screens. Rob sits in the chair in the computer with Matt over his shoulder. He begins to press buttons, but nothing's working. The power is off. Rob says, oh shit, the power's off. What now? Matt replies. We see if there's a fuse box somewhere, maybe? Matt begins to look around the office for a fuse box, checking under tables behind doors to see if there's anyone. Then he then he catches it in the corner of his eye in the top corner of the room. Ah, got it. Cool, now flip the switch up. Matt looks at the fuse box, and there's about 20 switches. He just says, Rob, there's about a million switches here. Flip one and see, Rob replies. Matt flips one of the switches on, and we cut to the football field with the floodlights, floodlights bursting on. Matt says, no, nothing. Rob says, try another. Matt flips another of the lights. Uh, <clears throat> Matt flips another, and the lights in the room all over the school come on. And Matt just says, oh shit, oh shit. Turn it off, turn it off. Matt qu quickly flips down uh, the switch again. 
Matthew says, do you think anyone uh, noticed? We now see all the people in the school. Tyler is halfway through Mr. Goldberg's de desk and he just says, what the fuck? Donna and Ben are leaving the locker rooms and this happens. Okay, something's definitely going on, Ben says. And Jeff and Allison are stood under a flickering light bulb. And we cut back to the two cops split up but talking on the radio. Those little bastards. We better hurry up before they start causing damage. We come back to Matt and Rob, frightened and in shock. Rob says, we better hope no one is still here. Matt says, hold on, I'll try this one. He flips the switch and all the sockets in the room have power. The TV's computer comes on and fans, anything that's plugged in turns on. Rob says, yes, hold on, I'll get the video feed up now. Interior, Mr. Goldberg's class night. We see Tyler still working on opening the drawers of Mr. Goldberg's desk. He has one more to go and a look of disappointment sweeps across his face. A tear starts to fall down his cheek and he begins to remember his mother. Him and his mother were laughing together, but he seems much older than he told Alison. This was about two years ago, and then he remembers how she left. In a hospital bed, she dies with Tyler and his dad around her. As his heart rate monitor slowly turns to nothing. He sits forward towards the last drawer and jams the screwdriver with tremendous force, twisting and turning with everything he has to pull the drawer. He holds it and just stares at it ticking. Okay, guys, so that's it for today. Um, thanks for listening. Um, I will be hopefully releasing an episode now every week that I can get a schedule back together. But don't forget to go onto the Facebook page or follow my Twitter at Ryan Capital C two zero two seven, and just get involved in the discussion. And yeah, that's about it. So thanks for listening, guys.